This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. I am very happy to have you here today because I'm going to be discussing an article that I discovered on social media that I think is fantastic because it is an article on how to train your mind and it gives four steps to train your brain to let go of negative thoughts. So I'm going to be sharing this article and just adding in my own experience as well because I think the easiest way to succeed in life with anything is when we have a structure that works and also a structure that is not complicated. So obviously this is a very good opportunity to bring forward a structure that I naturally implement in my everyday process but also something that anyone can do. It's not complicated and it just makes reprogramming your brain simple, easy, and effective because as I preached a million times on social media and through my podcast, that we create our life with our thoughts and how we think because that dictates our actions. The article is called Train Your Mind and I'll include it in the show notes in case you want to read instead of, you know, just listening to me or you want to dive deeper into this. But basically the article is talking about how thoughts are extremely powerful because absolutely everything in the world began with a thought. And even however you're listening to this, whether you're listening to this through your headphones, on your phone, through the computer, or maybe you're Bluetoothing some sort of speaker in your home or you're at work or in the car, whatever it is, all of that began with a thought. And so the real question to ask yourself, and I always get people to ask themselves this all the time because it interrupts our thought patterns, is what are you thinking? And if you think about it, If you look at what you currently have in your life that is a negative experience, at some point you either thought of that specific thing or you continue to think things in that vibration or frequency so that more of that would show up into your life. So I think what people get hung up on is they don't realize that their thoughts might have created the negative crappy things they're experiencing in their life, but that's also positive evidence that what you think creates your life. Therefore, if you shift your thinking, which is obviously the purpose of this article, then you get to shift your life. So it really doesn't have to be complicated. The trick is just being consistent with it. So we're going to look at a four-step process to train your brain to let go of negative thoughts, interrupt those thoughts, and just really get you on the right track of positive thinking and focusing on what you want rather than thinking about what you don't want so that you, quote, avoid the things that you don't want. But really, you just continue bringing that back into your mind. So the first step, and, I, and I'm reading this verbatim because I love this, is acknowledge negative thoughts as visitors and not guests in the mind. So when I sat and thought about this, I realized this is brilliant because if you think about it, you know, obviously visitors and guests, they're, they could be synonymous, but the thing is when we have guests in our home, we treat them well. We take care of them, we give them a bed to sleep in, we feed them, we give them wine, we give them chocolate, we enjoy our time with them. Now, with visitors, 
is in this context is obviously means to be a little bit less formal and so if you use this metaphor it makes it easier to understand that say for example you have a negative thought and you attach the meaning to it that this is a visitor in my mind which is my home and body and I'm not going to entertain this visitor then they go away right because when we take care of our guests they stay so that's why the first thing really is about awareness and what happens sometimes is a form of self-sabotage where we notice oh my god I'm thinking bad thoughts again like I'm such a bad person I'm never going to be able to end this but the irony is that you're just again not being fully aware because you're allowing yourself to spiral into this negative pool of crap essentially so just notice the thoughts and just pause all right and just acknowledge that they're there and they don't need to receive any more energy from you okay so that's the first thing is really paying attention to that what are my negative thoughts and maybe if you're a visual person and you're listening to this right now you can write down the different areas of your life and write down the negative thoughts that you have and the negative thoughts those are also self-limiting beliefs and they're also stories and so on and just being able to see them on paper will give you more control because it's not just floating around in your mind of something that you reoccurringly say to yourself or visualize you can actually see it in front of you and do something with it the second step is identify the root of your negative thoughts and so another way to do this would be say you Say you are getting ready in the morning and you're getting dressed and you're putting your clothes on and you see yourself in the mirror and you think, ew, like I've put on weight, this, you know, I don't look good right now, I need to go on a diet, all of this. What is the root of that negative thought? Like really questioning yourself, why am I thinking this? And the reality is, and I've said this before, that everything that we know as human beings is a learned behavior. When we were brought into the world, we didn't know what fat or skinny or fit or healthy or toned or cellulite. We didn't know what any of that was until someone told us or we saw it in social media or it was just something that showed up in movies and magazines and all of that. And so when you really get curious as to identifying the root of where these thoughts come from, then that takes you back to that place where you get to choose you get to choose, okay, do I want to keep believing this? No, I don't. I want to believe something else. I want to see things differently. And it really helps because if you think about it, say, for example, we get sick and we go to the doctor and they give us medication to essentially mask the symptoms of the sickness rather than actually looking into, okay, what is the root cause of this and handling that and even being preventative rather than, you know, like giving or handling medication just to mask the symptoms. And so this is why this is the same thing. So when you go to the root of where did this thought come from, then you can literally, if I'm going to speak in metaphorical term, dig up the roots and replant the seeds. And that's where you get to replant the positive thoughts and the things that you actually want to focus on. And so sometimes it it might take some digging, pun intended, to find out where the root of these thoughts come from. And I just find this so interesting because I've trained myself now when I have a negative thought and I catch myself, like I literally stop myself in the moment and I think, where did that come from? Where did this belief come from? Like, where did I learn this? Why did I choose to believe this? And I I just get curious 
And then when I'm curious, then that creates opportunity and I can really get the impact of having that thought. So when you discover the root of it, that's when you can really take effective permanent action in shifting that. Some of these suggestions in the article for the common root causes of negative thoughts are persistent negative thinking. So as I was using the metaphor of digging up the roots and seeds, literally the subconscious mind in the brain is like a garden. And when we plant seeds of negative or positive thoughts, the brain will look for evidence, which the evidence is essentially the water and the food to feed those seeds in order to make them grow. So for example, if you've had this whole spiral around, you know, your body and just thinking that you need to lose weight and you'll be happier and all of this, all of that is an interweb that started from a single belief. And so if we have persistent negative thinking, that's what we've been nurturing that belief and that thought with. You know, so it's it's really amazing to think, okay, how am I feeding these thoughts as well? That's another question you can ask yourself and just being curious. And if you're someone who feels overly negative about most things, this will certainly cause more negative thoughts to persist. And maybe you're more positive about some areas and other areas of your life, and that's another opportunity to be curious as well. And really, this can even be an unconscious behavior, so you need to pay attention to your regular thoughts or even keeping a journal. I think writing, I write every morning and just writing down what I want to focus on and what I'm grateful for, that will train my brain to focus on those things rather than looking at what's missing from my life or the scarcity or the lack of. And when we focus on those things, it's simply just because we're trying to get away from it. But ironically, when we focus on it, it brings our focus to it and that's where the energy goes and that's how law of attraction works and more of it comes into our life. So again, I I already mentioned fear, but just mismanaged fear surrounding an issue or a person can cause negative thinking. And this is why I invited you to look at different areas of your life to see, okay, where am I thinking positively and where am I thinking negatively? And another thing is anxiety. So anxiety is usually a physical and emotional response that can cause negative results or negative thoughts that will cause negative results is what I'm trying to say. But for example, it actually could be the perpetuating cycle of you think negatively and that causes anxiety and then it just becomes this this loop, right? That it's might be challenging to get out of. And another thing could be negative people. Like who are you hanging out with? And there was a quote that I've seen on social media, something along the lines of, you are a sum total of the five people that you spend the most time with. So I mean... Even if you have a lot of people that you work with or you don't or you only around a couple of people, what are they like? And it doesn't mean that you have to cut them out of your life, but it could mean that that's an opportunity to have a conversation where you can both hold each other accountable to think more positively. Number three is about focusing and changing your body language. So the mind is in the body and we feel emotions and those emotions, even though the chemical reactions are literally happening in your brain, we can feel it in our body. When we're having negative emotions, you might feel a heaviness in your chest or in your your back, your traps, like you just feel tight or, or nauseous and that kind of thing. And usually when we're in a negative state like that, we have a more closed off body like we might be hunched over or our shoulders are up a little bit closer to the ears or we're looking down or we're crossing arms across our body and so these will evoke negative emotions and some of you might have heard where you know if you even force yourself to smile 
whether you're by yourself or whatever you're doing, you force yourself to smile, that will cause a shift in your body to feel more positive emotions. Because if you think about it, when we're happy, we smile. Therefore, if we keep smiling, we will be happy. The body and mind is so interconnected that sometimes we underestimate the power where if you find yourself thinking negatively and you're having a hard time in the moment shifting your thoughts, then try standing taller. Bring your chest up, bring your shoulders back, bring your chin up and smile and just sit with posture. Focus on your breathing. All of that can cause a positive shift in your thoughts. And even still, I think it's quite impossible to be thinking negatively and trying to be in a positive position. So just using that as an advantage, like a quick tip to just shift your body language and think, how how would I be standing if I was happy? How would I be looking if I was confident? And just focusing on that and being curious about how you can shift your body language because you, you have full control over that. No one can control that you can choose to stand taller and it's just the subtle shifts that make all the difference and I even notice now when I sit down I can feel myself if I'm sitting down for a while talking to someone like starting to slouch and relax my body and I'll catch myself and I'll sit up straight and I'll notice a shift in my energy I will feel more energized because I'm sitting up straight and if you think about it from a physiological perspective the blood flow can travel easier and we you know we bring our shoulders back that opens up our chest it means that we can breathe deeper and breathe easier therefore we're getting more oxygen into our body which obviously fuels the brain so don't underestimate this because it's a very powerful thing the last thing to focus on step four is train your self-talk So self-talk is that little voice in your head that possibly throughout this entire episode you were thinking, oh, I agree, oh, I disagree, why did she say that? And you're noticing all the little things. This is self-talk and it's, it's, it's always going on, it doesn't stop. And it's just when we have awareness of this little voice in our, in our mind, just constantly judging, giving opinions, you know, analyzing what's going on in our world, when we gain awareness over this little voice, then we can befriend it and we can focus on what we want to talk about in our minds and to ourselves instead. And really, one thing that I think people underestimate, and I've said this before in coaching, where say, for example, you're dealing with health issues and what happens is, you know, you've been really busy, you've been running around in your life and you just keep, you keep getting sick and then it's normal to be frustrated be like why am I sick I have shit to do like now I'm laying on the couch and I'm missing out on work and I'm losing money all this and it just becomes a spiral of negative thinking but the thing is would you yell at your friend or say terrible things to your friend like oh you're so lazy like why are you sick get over it and the thing is we are much quicker to speak harshly to ourselves than we are to others At least I'm going to assume that in this conversation right now. But if you really think about the things that we say to ourselves, I'm pretty sure we wouldn't walk around and say that to other people. And so I think as a society, for some reason, we think when we're harder on ourselves, it will be more successful. And that could arguably work for some people, but it might not work for everyone. And so what would happen if your goal was to remain honest and gentle with your words to yourself? Like how much, how much more relief would you experience and just clarity and just reducing the amount of pressure and expectations on how you should show up or do this or do that. 
and just being able to speak to yourself in a way where you're constantly empowering yourself so that you get to be effective in whatever it is that you're up to. And this might seem weird at first, especially if you're experiencing certain areas of life where you have a lot more negative talk than others, but just really trust that beginning the stages of training your self-talk, you can you can practice writing small scripts like having mantras or affirmations around the positive things that you're committed to saying to yourself instead. Because when we take something away in terms of our mindset, it gets to be replaced with something else. So why not replace it with content and thoughts and feelings and, and visions and goals that inspire us and empower us? And so it really is a process of the four steps of, of identifying, eliminating, and replacing. And so I just wanted to share these four steps that I read in this article because I thought it was very interesting and I loved how it's so simple to just take on and you can do it in a moment. Like, you know, I take, you know, 15 minutes to record a podcast episode about this, but you can do all of those four steps in like five seconds. So don't underestimate the power of these steps and shift in your mindset and just continue to do this every day. And if you catch yourself you know, getting back into those negative thoughts, just just let it go and keep going and keep implementing the structure and you will see a shift in your life and I promise you that. So I just wanted to leave this little golden nugget here for you on the podcast channel for you to enjoy and I hope that you can take this and implement it in your life and even share it with other people. You can share the structure with people and you can hold each other accountable Sometimes it's more fun to go through a transformation with someone so that, you know, you can support each other in the tough times and celebrate your successes and overcome obstacles together. So with that being said, thank you very much for tuning in to today's episode. I'm so grateful to have you here and listening to my channel. I deeply, deeply appreciate it. I'm also extremely appreciative for everyone that subscribes leaves a comment or a review and shares any episodes that make a difference for them because the intention of my podcast is to make a difference for other people. So thank you very much and I will chat with you in the next episode.